You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, this game day edition of the Locked On Titans podcast is brought to you by Visa. Help support your local businesses, whether they're your corner stores, coffee spots, or favorite shops. Local businesses have always been on your team supporting you and your community. But right now, more than ever, local businesses need our support, so let's be there for them. The next time you go shopping, make the choice to shop at local businesses and look for the a contactless symbol and tap to pay with a contactless visa to help support your community because where and how you shop matters. Visa, everywhere you want to be, the official partner of the NFL. Titans game day is back, ladies and gentlemen, and with no new positives on Tuesday morning, the Titans should be good to go to actually play their first game since a week three matchup against the Minnesota Vikings. The Titans do currently sit at 3-0, so it is a big standoff between two AFC powers and the Titans and the Bills, and I'm ready to break everything down with you on the Locked on Titans podcast, but that won't be it. Tomorrow, we will have a breakdown of everything that took place in the game. Going to have Titan Up, Titan Down, where I go over all of my individual performances. Also going to have Tic Tac Titan film breakdowns throughout the week, including a Tic Tac 4-pack that should be coming your way on Thursday. And then we have to continue and jump right into previewing the next game on the schedule, which will be a matchup against the division rival Houston Texans. So a lot coming up up now that the Titans are back into the swing of things on the Locked on Titans podcast. Make sure that you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, follow on Spotify, Stitcher, whatever platform it is that you stream. Make sure you're locked in to the Locked on Titans podcast and follow me on Twitter at Tic Tac Titans as well so you never miss any of the visual breakdowns that I will be putting up from the film that we break down here on the show. But on the show today, we have to preview, like I mentioned, a huge game ahead against the Buffalo Bills where the Titans could be putting themselves in a position to lead the entire AFC conference by the end of of the week. So we are going to talk about the keys to the game first. What do the Titans need to focus on to bring home a victory? And then we are going to jump into the matchups to watch, the players of the game. Where will the game be won from a matchup perspective? And then we will round out today's show taking a look at not the fantasy information. We're a little late in the weekend for that, but I will be bringing you Keeping It Plus 100, where we take a look at all the gambling information surrounding the game. So getting you ready from all angles for a big matchup on Tuesday night where the Tennessee Titans take on the Buffalo Bills. Let's get it. go into a week five matchup against the Buffalo Bills in an obvious, very difficult situation with the current state of the roster and so many players, including important players that have been impacted by COVID-19 and will not be available to them. But 
the Titans still do have an opportunity to pull off a victory considering that the Buffalo Bills are banged up as well, especially on defense. So what will the Titans have to focus on if they are to bring home a victory over the undefeated Buffalo Bills? Well, number one, and this should not be a shock to anyone, the Titans will have to establish the run. Get Derrick Henry going early. The Bills do have a very good run defense in the top five in the league, only giving up 104 yards per game, but it'll be important for the Titans, who are very limited in terms of their pass-catching weapons on the outside, to have Derrick Henry as a consistent threat. The Titans' offensive weapons, if A.J. Brown does miss the game, Game will be very limited. No A.J. Brown possibly, no Corey Davis, and no Adam Humphreys. The Titans will have to make sure that their scheme, the play-action game, is helping their limited wide receivers on the outside get open to make plays. They won't be able to line up and shotgun and count on their wide receivers to win one-on-one and get separation. They'll need to be schemed open, and that'll happen as easy as possible for the Titans if they're able to get the ground game going early and truly influence the linebackers in the secondary of the Buffalo Bills with those play-action fakes. So getting the ground game going, getting Derrick Henry going, will be key for the Titans for that reason, to make sure things are as easy as possible on offense with their limited weapons. But there's also a flip side to getting the ground game going, and that is time of possession. The Buffalo Bills are a very explosive offense, and Josh Allen at quarterback is one of the leading candidates for MVP early in the season. The Titans' defense, not to mention the issues it'll have and the limitations it'll have due to the COVID-19 outbreak, the Titans' defense already was struggling throughout the beginning of the season because of the injuries to Adoree Jackson and some critical players just not playing their best. So the Titans will be smart to go ahead and try to limit the amount of time that the Bills' explosive offense has the ball, and the best way to do that is to have the ball themselves, control the clock, and go to almost a playoff style of football that we saw from the Titans in 2019. Key number two will be winning the field position battle. The Buffalo Bills have one of the better special teams units in the entire NFL. They have the second best average starting field position of any team in the league on offense, typically starting at their 32-yard line. That's fantastic to start that far up the field already, even if it doesn't seem like it's very far. And then also, when you consider how good they are at returning the ball, they're great on kick returns. They are great on punt returns as well. They're one of the top teams in the league in both of those top 10 in both categories. So a great special teams unit for the Buffalo Bills that gives their offense great starting field position, gives the opposing team bad starting field position, and one of the ways that they're able to flip the field consistently like that is by having a strong return game. So the Titans will have to be ready to play one of the best games of their season on special teams to try to make sure to not give that Bills offense or defense any extra help like they typically get from their special teams unit. And then finally, the last key to victory for the Titans will be how how they play dynamic quarterback Josh Allen. I do believe the Titans will take an approach like they did with Lamar Jackson where they drop plenty of players back into zone coverage. They rush three, rush four at max, and they make Josh Allen beat them with accurate throws. Josh Allen is a talent. He has great ability running the ball. He also has a very strong arm that can get the ball down the field. But where he struggles is with his accuracy 
accuracy. And if you can make Josh Allen try to beat you from the pocket by containing him with a must rush, only three or four, not going too far up the field, you might be able to get Josh Allen to make a few inaccurate throws, which could turn into turnovers for the Titans and help out a defense that's struggling from a personnel standpoint and a play standpoint. To recap, my keys to the game for the Titans, number one, get things going on the ground on offense, control time of possession, increase the influence play action fakes will have on the defense to help out your limited skill position players. Number two, control the field position battle. The Bills have a fantastic special teams unit that has their offense starting with the second best average field position in the NFL at this time. And number three, a must rush on Josh Allen. Don't let him break contain, get out of the pocket and beat you with his legs. Make him consistently deliver accurate passes in hopes that he makes a few turnovers which can help a limited Titans defense. But I am going to move into the key matchups to watch, the players to watch in this game if the Titans are expected to come back with a victory after this Tuesday night matchup. So we are going to talk about that next. Before we get into that, I I do want to tell you guys about rockauto.com. You're not going to get the best bang for your buck at any kind of chain store. They have a limited selection available to you. They may not be giving you the best price or changing the price based on whether you're a do-it-yourselfer or a professional mechanic. You're never going to have those issues at rockauto.com. And as we do with all of our online shopping nowadays, cut out the middleman. Like I said, there's no need to go to a chain store, them not have the parts that you need available, order them on their computer, and then you have to come pick them back up from the store at a higher price than you're going to get on rockauto.com. Pull out your phone, get on your computer, go to rockauto.com and check them out. They are a family business that's been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Incredibly easy to navigate and easy to use website. The catalog is super useful unique and you can quickly see all of the parts available for your vehicle all the different brands specifications and all the prices that you prefer best of all as i mentioned prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for everyone go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in the how did you hear about us box right underneath your shipping information so they know that we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Let's continue our game preview here by taking a look at some individual matchups that will determine the outcome of this game. I just went over my keys to victory from a macro level for the Titans. Get the ground game going on offense, control the field position battle, must rush Josh Allen and contain him in the pocket. But let's get down on more of a granular level here and take a look at the matchups within the game that will allow the Titans to do that. And I'm going to start with what I think is the most critical matchup of all, and that is the Titans' interior defensive line against the Buffalo Bills' interior offensive line. So you have the Titans that should be looking at Daquan Jones, could be available for this game, more than likely will be able to play. You have Jadavian Clowney, who I think will get more snaps on the interior this week than he has got ever before. That has to do with the availability of 
Vic Beasley as well, of course, but also, it's a necessity. The Titans need some talent on the interior, and Clowney has the size and strength to be able to do that. So I expect to see more Clowney on the inside than we've gotten before. Also, Jack Crawford. Those are the three that should be dominating the snaps on the interior, but you'll also see Laurel Murchison and Isaiah Mack. That group of five guys, are they going to be able to hold up against a banged-up interior offensive line for the Bills? Of course, Mitch Morse is the center. He's a, is a solid center as they come in the NFL, but they have their two starting guards, Brian Winters and Cody Ford. Both of them are banged up on the injury report. Not certain if either of them will play, whether both of them will play, neither of them will play. Of course, they have Quinton Spain on the roster as well, as Titans fans will recognize that, but will a Titans beat up interior defensive line that does not have Jeffrey Simmons be able to hold up against a Bills interior offensive line that's also banged up? Who's going to win that matchup? That'll determine whether or not the Bills are able to consistently run the ball against a pretty bad Titans run defense. It'll also determine how much pressure is in Josh Allen's face. I think the Titans will do, as I mentioned in my keys to the game, a mush rush. Basically, what we're looking for there is the Titans are going to be rushing four, they're going to be rushing three, but it's not an aggressive pass rush. You're rushing up the field, but your goal is to try to contain the quarterback in the pocket and not let him get outside and beat you with his legs. It's exactly what the Titans did to Lamar Jackson. If you keep a guy in the pocket, he has no choice but to throw the ball. And if you have somebody who hasn't issues with inaccuracy like Lamar Jackson does, like Josh Allen can at times, that might be your best opportunity to not shut down a great player, but contain them and force them to do things that they aren't incredibly comfortable with. So I expect the Titans to use some of that Baltimore Ravens defensive game plan against Josh Allen. And one way the Titans can get sacks on Allen while playing that type of style is to get interior penetration because they're going to flush Josh Allen outside the pocket and if the outside edges and the defensive ends don't give up contain because they're not rushing real hard up the field to get pushed up the field or to get washed inside, well then Josh Allen's going to have nowhere to go. So interior penetration in the run defense and in the pass game is going to be important for the Titans as they try to contain Josh Allen. Don't let this Bills explosive offense, which has run the ball but not incredibly well, don't let them get going in the run game early and open up their entire offense. So that'll be a critical matchup there. Daquan, Clowney, Jack, Mack, and Murchison against Ford, Spain, Winters, and Morse on the interior. That's a big matchup there. Moving forward but staying on the defensive side of the ball. For me, it's the Titans cornerbacks going up against one of the most talented groups of wide receivers in the NFL for the Buffalo Bills. And the Bills will run five deep at wide receiver with an incredible rotation. It's basically the opposite of what the Titans have at this moment in time. They have their top gun, their number one guy in Stephon Diggs. He's been absolutely fantastic leading the link in receiving yards at this time. He's been a great addition for them. But they also have a secondary speed threat in John Brown that can stretch the field vertically at any time has great ability after the catch as well if you get the ball in his hands then of course they have Cole Beasley who is their Adam Humphreys so I'm sure you guys can get that comparison but they also have a Gabriel Davis out there who looks like a decent receiving threat so the Bills definitely have a, a bunch of different options and they can beat you in a multitude of different ways at wide receiver can the Titans banged up cornerback group that won't have a Dory Jackson 
that may not have Christian Fulton, will they be able to hold up? Uh, Malcolm Butler, Jonathan Joseph against John Brown and Stephon Diggs, that sounds like uh, a nightmare. That's a recipe for disaster. Inside, Jackson, who has not been good as a slot cornerback in coverage this year. Jackson going up against Cole Beasley. That's tough. That's a really tough matchup. Uh, I'm I'm worried if the Titans try to play man coverage whatsoever, uh, they're going to get sliced and diced. So that's why I kind of pair those things together. I think the Titans will play zone, keep their eye on Josh Allen, keep their man in front of them, try to limit big plays, not let them get one-on-one explosive plays against slower cornerbacks and man coverage. That goes along with that mush rush as well. They marry together, the mush rush and the zone coverage marry together, so you can help out the Titans cornerbacks by not putting them in man coverage situations. I would expect the Titans to go heavy zone to make sure that they don't lose those matchups, those one-on-one matchups between the cornerbacks and the wide receivers too badly. That It, it all goes together, guys, full circle. Zone coverage paired up with the mush rush up front. Give yourself a chance to limit this explosive offense. The last matchup that I want to point out here is on the offensive side of the ball. I talked enough about getting things going on the ground, but when the Titans do go to that play action fake, the number one advantage they're going to have to take care of is Jonu Smith on the Bills linebackers. The Bills linebackers have not been fantastic in pass coverage outside of Matt Milano, and Matt Milano is going to be out this week for the Buffalo Bills, and he's their best pass coverage linebacker. You would think it would be uh, Edmonds, with his ability, but Milano is definitely their primary pass coverage linebacker, similarly to what we see from Jayon Brown. Without him in the game, it does open up that Bills defense over the middle to getting take advantage of by the Titans. And obviously, Jonu Smith will be the Titans' most explosive offensive weapon on Tuesday night unless A.J. Brown is able to play in this game. So I would would expect the Titans to get him going early. And that's why it all comes full circle. If the Titans can get the run game going, then they will have an extra influence, a more impactful influence on those linebackers and on those safeties for the Bills to draw them up, get them out of position, and then hit Jonu Smith over the middle so he can do what he does with the ball in his hands. So that means Jonu is going to have to go one-on-one with Edmonds, who has a 32.7 grade in coverage this year per pro football focus. So Jonu Smith against Edmonds is a matchup that the Titans have to take advantage of. Now, one thing to watch out for is the Bills could try to stymie the Titans by dropping a safety down and having them be responsible for Jonu Smith over the middle. So think a cover three, a cover one robber with the robber being the safety, having one of their safeties deep to cover anything deep, and then bringing one of their safeties down down a little bit as a box safety, like Cam Chancellor, for example, is a famous example of this from recent NFL history. Having a guy come down in the box and play a box safety, not uh, consistently, not showing that, but when the Titans are in passing situations or you think they're going to go play action, have someone like Jordan Poyer, who's one of the best safeties in the NFL, drop down as a robber right in that linebacker area, cover that zone, do a cover three where the other safety, Micah Hyde, is deep, covering everything deep, and then you can have Poyer underneath or flip that however they want to do it with the personnel, but having a safety actually come down and try to take care of Jonu Smith over the middle may be their best bet because Jonu Smith should carve 
carve up the linebackers for the Buffalo Bills in pass coverage. So that's the matchups to watch. The Titans' interior defensive line, Daquan Clowney, Jack Crawford, Murchison Mack against the Bills' interior offensive line, Ford, Spain, Winters, Morse, whoever happens to play there. The Titans' cornerbacks, one-on-one in man coverage against the Buffalo Bills wide receivers. Try to limit that as best as possible. And then Jonu Smith going up against the middle area defenders for the Buffalo Bills should take advantage of the linebackers, could have problems with the safeties. We will see how the Titans scheme up some separation for their really explosive tight end. But that's going to do it for the matchup portion of this show. We are going to end things off very quickly, just talking about a few auxiliary things here and talking about the gambling information surrounding the Titans game and keeping it plus 100. But before we do, I want to tell you guys about Built Go. From the geniuses who brought you the best tasting protein bars in the world, Built Bar, we have an energy solution for you in Built Go. Whether it's a mental or physical wall, everyone has to break through at some point during the day and you can do it every day with Go. They come in easy to take one and a half ounce packages. You can put them in your briefcase. You can put them in your golf bag. I like to put my in my backpack with my multiple laptops ready to go to break down the film. Built Go is the best workout gel on the market. You're not going to have the same crash feeling like you have with a five-hour energy. It's also natural, so it's better for your body. It's got a third of the caffeine of something like a monster drink and gives you better results. Comes in three delicious flavors. You know Built is going to give you the best flavors possible. Peanut butter honey, chocolate coconut, chocolate mint, Built Go combines energy gel with a collagen protein, and the collagen protein is fast absorbing, so it gets into your system quickly, and it's easy on your stomach. Built Go is loaded with all kinds of good stuff to ignite your day. Beta alanine, B3, honey, that kick of caffeine I mentioned, B6, B12, plus the collagen that's added in helps promote joint soft tissue, hair, and skin health. The stuff literally makes you look better. So visit BuiltGo.com and use promo code LOCKED and you'll get 20% off your next order. Once again, use promo code LOCKED for 20% off at BuiltGo.com. Let's go. Cap off this game preview edition. Want to tie up a few loose ends here before we get into keeping it plus 100. So, of course, usually right now I'd be going over the injury report with you from both teams, but we did not get an updated injury report on Monday from either team. But at this time for the Titans, it's pretty obvious the only injuries of concern whatsoever are to Taylor Lewan and A.J. Brown. And, of course, the Titans really do need A.J. Brown out there with how limited the skill position players are right now. We know that the Titans aren't going to have Cam Batson. They probably won't have Adam Humphreys, won't have Corey Davis. So that's going to leave Khalif Raymond, Nick Westbrook, 
Cody Hollister. The Titans may have to bring up someone like a Chester Rogers from the practice squad. So the Titans are going to be in a really dire position without A.J. Brown if he can't go at the wide receiver spot. So very important that they get A.J. Brown out there if he is available. If he's not available, then I'm okay with him not playing. They need him for the long run. But it would be nice for the Titans to have at least one guy at wide receiver that the other team has to think about, especially when you consider that the Buffalo Bills are super banged up in their secondary without their two starting corners, most likely, in Tredavious White and Levi Wallace. So that could play to the Titans' advantage. But if the Titans are putting out there a skeleton crew wide receiver, then it's basically a moot point, and the Titans gain no advantage from the Bills missing those starters. So that'll be something to watch going forward. A.J. Brown, Taylor Lewan, the only people really to have any concern about. With Taylor Lewan, I think that he'll be able to play, but... If he's not, Ty Sambrillo has held up, and although the Titans would have to help Sambrillo out with, um, you know, chipping tight end, sending the running back that way in pass protection, doing a ton of bootlegs to the right, not to the left, to try to help him out, I don't think it would be a devastating blow for the Titans against this Buffalo Bills team, but I would love to see A.J. Brown back in the fold for a Titans offense to at least give them a chance to have somebody out there to take some attention away from Jonu Smith. As I mentioned on the Buffalo Bills side, I've mentioned throughout the show. Matt Milano is not going to play. He's already declared out. If Tredavious White and Levi Wallace don't go, that could be a big boost for the Titans. The guards for the Buffalo Bills that I talked about earlier in the show, Cody Ford, Uh, Brian Winters, they're banged up. They may not go. So if the Titans get a really slimmed down version of the Buffalo Bills, well, then that could give them a chance to actually win this game. And uh, I talked on a episode uh, with Kevin Masseray. He's a Buffalo Bills guy. He's got his own podcast here. And I, I chatted with him earlier in the week, actually on Monday night, earlier than I recorded this. And uh, we talked a lot about you know, where the Bills at are at as a team and how they kind of handle things. It is the uh, the crowd assist pod that I went on with Kevin Massaray, who used to do Locked On Bills. And basically what we talked about was the fact that the Bills are very upfront about their injury situation. They rule guys out very early in the week. They're very upfront with the media and transparent with the media about injuries. That's something that the Titans absolutely don't do. So what we're seeing and what we're hearing about the Bills injured players, it appears that, you know, we can count on those reports, apparently, is what Kevin was trying to stress to me. So it does not look like the Bills will have Levi Wallace or Tredavious White. We know they won't have Matt Milano, so that may kind of even things up uh, in terms of the injuries and the you know absences the Titans will have on offense and on their team in general. I still think the Bills have uh, a pretty big upper hand here with the Titans' current state of the roster, but some of the injuries they're experiencing might help the Titans keep this one competitive. And guys, I hate picking against the Titans to round out the show and give you my prediction, but, but... I, I do want to give you a prediction before we get into the gambling information. And from my perspective, I do think that the Bills are able to win this game. The Titans just have, as I mentioned earlier, a skeleton crew of a roster. There'll be tons of practice squad players out there. They haven't been able to have real practices for quite some time with the facility being closed for so long, despite these you know recent practices we're hearing about. It's obviously not a normal situation for the Titans. I think it's a little bit too much for them to overcome. But the Titans aren't going to be in a bad spot, no matter the outcome 
outcome of the game, but I do think that the Bills are able to win this game 31-24, to and that leads me into keeping it plus 100. I like the odds that the Titans are getting here, plus 3.5. That's pretty good. I, I, I mean, I was surprised to see the Titans getting 3.5 points, but I still wouldn't feel comfortable betting on that. The over-under is at 53.5. I would probably take the over on that based on my prediction of the score. Well, my prediction is slightly under, but I could see you playing the over. I think it's going to be right there. Basically, I wouldn't feel comfortable playing a bet on the over under because I think it could be right there around that score. So I don't have a strong lean either way, but I would not take the Titans at plus three and a half. The roster is just too beat up. Um, Although I hope that they're able to pull out a win. I just can't, I can't tell you to put your money on the Titans plus three and a half with the way things look right now. Now, if you wanted to get a teaser together, get the Titans at plus ten and a half, get the bit, uh, get the over under up to sixty and a half, go under sixty and a half. Titans plus ten and a half. I'd love that. That's a that's. That's a solid, solid bet right there. That's something that I could get behind. So we will see what takes place, but that's keeping it plus 100. No fantasy information this week as the Titans are playing so late in the week. No fantasy information I give you right now is really going to help that much. So hopefully we'll be back on a uh, football Friday to preview the Titans next game and we can get more into some fantasy information. But that's going to do it for me today. Keys to the game. Run the ball. Influence with play action, control time of possession. Win the field position battle. The Bills have a great special teams unit. Start their drive at a great spot, typically on offense. The Titans have to disrupt that. Must rush on Josh Allen. Do not let him break contain. Get outside the pocket. Run around. Use his mobility. Just sit back. Have a contained rush. Make him make throws from the pocket. Matchups to watch. Interior defensive line. Daquan, Clowney. Jack Crawford against the Bills' interior offensive line that's banged up. Ford, Spain, Winters, Morris. Then the Titans' cornerbacks who have been struggling all year one-on-one with a talented group of Bills' wide receivers. Will the Titans go zone, not go man coverage, and try to help those guys out? And then John U. Smith against the uh, middle defenders for the Bills' defense. That is Tremaine Edmonds, Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde. How will John U. Smith do there? So that is... Today's episode of the Locked on Titans podcast felt great to preview a game and actually talk some football with you guys. Hopefully there are no new positives on Tuesday morning when you guys are listening to this and the game does go on without a hitch. So excited to be back with you tomorrow to break down a football game. We're going to get into some tape going through the week and it's going to happen quickly. We got another crossover Thursday right after our game breakdown. We got a football Friday right ahead as well. So a jam-packed week of content here on the Locked on Titans podcast. Make sure that you're subscribed so you never miss an episode and follow me on Twitter at Tic Tac Titans as well so you you don't miss any of the visual content that I put up as well. But that is going to do it for me today. We have a football game. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.